listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. To In Defense of Humanity, I'm Al Whitney. Tonight we are talking about the crisis of science. When we went to break, I was talking about consensus science. Um, James Corbett did not mention consensus science, which is neither here nor there, other than you have to ponder, because there's so many obvious shortcomings in the scientific process today, we've got all these biases, and we've got all this money floating around, We've got people who are doing peer review, um, reviewing each other's material to make sure that nobody, you know, steps out of line. So I, I ponder that that's not why they're trying to sell us as consensus science being true science, okay, o- can overcome all of these all of these shortcomings with and the problem with our lack of replicable replicability. Um, so we move on to consensus science. Well, in um, March 2014, I ran across a wonderful article uh, from the um, National Academy of Sciences. And it was a report on the expertise of expert consensus reports and how important they are and how they they support the concept of expert consensus reports. So that's what they've done to bury their bad science. They now call it expert consensus science. Okay. And in March 2014, I put this article up on anticorruptionsociety.com. My research, I shared it with everybody because by then I really felt I understood how this bogus science was being uh, is with nothing more than lipstick on a pig and how they were getting by with it because everybody was buying into the concept of a consensus. We have a scientific consensus. So the article I put up in 2014 is called Expert Consensus Reports Are Scientific Mumbo Jumbo. And in that, I explain how these sessions work whereby they get all these people who are, quote, stakeholders or what have you, like the gentleman who was selling solar panels, is in the same room, in the same group, coming up with this report on climate change. Um, And 
and they're not all the same. They're not all scientists, and they're not all knowledgeable. So you say to yourself, well, why would they get a bunch of people in that room who are stakeholders and are not scientists? But that's another strategy they use. Um, that was exposed, even affirmed is what a better word for it, when I listened to Peter Taylor, Peter Taylor, an ecologist on Red Ice Creation, trying to explain how it is the environmental organizations bought into global warming. And he absolutely explained the entire system of consensus report, although I don't think he quite saw it all that it didn't quite see that it's being done again and again and again again this concept is supported by the national academy of sciences so i ran into it again when the world health organization put out a report uh instructing people as how to deal with vaccine anti-vaxxers when you're in front of a room and you're talking, promoting vaccines, and someone in the room pipes up who's an, quote, anti-vaxxer, unquote, making a, a valid comment or raising an important question. And they absolutely, this booklet instructs the people in the front of the room, and none of them are allowed to be in front of a room. When you go to any event where they're promoting vaccines, Whoever's in the front of the room is well-trained, trust me, to deal with comments and questions that are uncomfortable, that could reveal the lie that they're trying to sell. But in that report, guess what they referred to vaccine science as? Consensus vaccine science. They admit it is consensus vaccine science. I ran into this again when the CDC hired the RAND Corporation. Oh, good, goody, goody, right? The RAND Corporation is a private think tank that was established by the global elite to promote their agendas. So here the CDC requests that the RAND Corporation do a study whether or not vaccines are safe and effective. And lo and behold, I went and I found that study and I looked at it and it was labeled consensus report. So while James Corbett included much of the problem with science, he didn't seem to yet zone in on how they're covering all this up by using the concept of consensus science. And that's everywhere. Unless people understand that when the word consensus is used, you are looking at a cover-up. You are looking at a well-orchestrated, well-orchestrated manipulation of a group of people who have come together to come to some conclusion many times about a scientific problem, and they are being manipulated by the facilitator at the front of the room. The whole process is manipulated to give them the result they want. Unfortunately, the participants are easily confused, and I have been in a room where this was done. If you don't know what it is and you don't know what to look for, you end up leaving the room 
meeting others out in the parking lot and and just looking at each other and saying what what the bleep was that because it makes no sense your expectations are that something would be straightforward it would be reliable everybody would be allowed to speak it would be an open forum open comment and you realize that it is not that it is very well controlled and they use it in science they use it in politics they use it all the time so uh un- unfortunately um i'm not sure that james corbett is aware of consensus science but nevertheless he hit the main point science for sale that's what we've got science for sale and the people who are setting up these gatherings know exactly how to get the outcome that they want so anyway it works on it works on gmo they use it for they use it for everything to cover up the fact that their science is pseudoscience and unfortunately not only is it pseudoscience it's dangerous science causing lots of harm um he also brought up another point before i take any calls i wanted to make this that there are times that the truth comes out but it's sort of published in something obscure that people miss and this is true i have found this to be true as well when a family member was offered three different anticoagulants after they had a blood clot post surgical um the blood the the medications that they were offered were xarelto coumadin and eliquis and they asked me to help them decide so i went went home and got out the computer and i did my research and what i discovered and this explains why the physicians are still offering those they're still offering it today um this relative was at a doctor in the last several weeks who still questioned why the, this this relative wouldn't take the anticoagulant xarelto which is advertised on TV all the time couldn't understand it um my results that i came up with in 2017 there are there are six reasons and this is a good example of how the professionals maybe somebody gets the truth out but it doesn't actually translate into these professionals knowing that truth and changing the medications they prescribe Sorelto was exposed in a JAMA article JAMA Internal Medicine in February 2015 as having been approved um using fraudulent studies okay fraudulent studies now we're talking February 2015 in one article lots of doctors probably missed that article and here's the title of the article which may be why they never read it the title of the article is research misconduct identified by the US food and drug administration out of sight out of mind out of the peer reviewed literature that was the title and these physicians would not know that in that article the medication both xarelto and eliquis were exposed uh as having been approved via fraudulent studies so they didn't see it or they didn't believe it the other point that they missed which you know maybe you could forgive them for this 
There was a report by the Institute for Safe Medication Practices that was released in July 2017 where they revealed that Seralto accounted for the highest number of reported cases of serious injuries entering the emergency department among all oral anticoagulants. Highest number. I don't think the doctors saw that either. Do they understand that there's no antidote for this drug? I don't know that they understand that either. So here you have a a really classic case of a dangerous medication being prescribed across the country like gangbusters, gangbusters. I mean, we're talking about people who are doing vascular things and, and there's blood clots and they're trying to treat DVTs. We're talking about people who are trying to treat atrial fibrillation. This drug is being prescribed like crazy, Xarelto, across the country, and yet here is evidence in medical literature that A, there's no proof it's safe or effective, and B, there is proof that it's dangerous and causing harm. So another example of how this system is malfunctioning, how this system is dangerous, and how the, the, the physicians themselves are being manipulated and don't even understand the, the truth about the medications that they're prescribing. He's right, though. It is science across the board. Medicine is not the only field impacted. GMOs are there. We've got chemtrails. We've got climate change. I mean, we've got bogus science everywhere. We are drowning in it. Um, Okay, we have a caller from, I believe, Las Vegas. Chris, are you there? Well, yes, I am, Alan. So nice to talk to you again. Good to hear from you. Uh, Since you were speaking about um, junk science, uh, consensus science, and other forms of pseudoscience, uh, black magic or uh, uh, bought and paid for science that suits the agenda of those promoting the product because they paid the people to develop opinions that support their preposterosity, it's worthy to note that Federal Rule of Evidence 702, the qualification of an expert witness, which has to be a third-party peer-reviewed expert witness, according to the federal standard, requires a three-pronged test for observability, measurability, and repeatability under what's termed the Daubert, D-A-U-B-E-R-T, Daubert analysis. That is the three-pronged test, whereby you can have some reliability on the qualification that the product is actually going to do what it is claimed to do as opposed to merely having the illusion that it may do what they want you to believe it will do with no basis to support it whatsoever because of their junk science. Yep. Well, and you know what? When you talk about expert witnesses, we've had, they've had expert witnesses who've gone into court Um, to try to help when there's this debate between parent A and parent B, and parent A does not want to vaccinate and parent B wants to vaccinate. Um, Unfortunately, they bring in these doctors 
that I don't think they qualify for what you just described, and they bring them in as experts. Well, and this is why they have to test the qualification of the expert. Does he have financial or other self-serving interest, perhaps stock in the company that he's representing or defending? Uh, Has he exposed himself to the information and studies that oppose his position, and is it based upon true peer-reviewed science versus opinionated consensus junk science would be a question that uh, inquiring minds might want to know. Yeah, I, I, I can see what you're saying. You know, that would be helpful. I don't know the judge. Um, someone told me that the, the, the head of the Supreme Court in Ohio, and it happens to be a female, has made a public statement that she will do everything she can to support the medical establishment. Huh. Yes, and she said that doesn't that sound like that doesn't sound like a fair, unbiased, neutral position that's well informed. She's buying the lies, the uh, fake science. She's be deceived to believe that the white lab coats actually know what they're doing, which they have very nice lab coats, but they're masks. They're just disguises to give the effect of uh, fooling the people and the, that they may be experts when most of the medicine, so-called as practicing physicians, are it's all subjective and interpretive. They think this, they think that. Sometimes they see some results that indicate this or that, that that might be optimistic, but is there a long-term study that shows repeatable results that are reliable? Where you no, can they're, 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 life. Their decisions are not made by that. Their decisions are made now. They have been overtaken, and their decisions are made by standards of care. And if you mm-hmm. can get your treatment or your device or your medication or your um, X-ray, whatever, on that list of standard of care, then that's what they're obligated to do. And the outcome is whatever the outcome will be, and generally, not frequently, the outcome is bad. But they are obligated under standards of care. If they don't do standards of care, they they can suffer severe consequences, and they know that. Well, when standards of care are subjective and interpretive and continually changing, moving, modifiable, or codifiable, they are not standards at all, and... James 1.8 says specifically, a double-minded man or woman is of unsound mind and uncertain in all their ways. And I think that's what you just described. Except that they can have their license revoked for, for not going, <laughs> not enforcing standards of care. So it's a really, they're really trapped, unfortunately. And to reach them is going to be a real challenge. I've seen these guys, Chris. They're drink, they drink the Kool-Aid all the way. They take the drugs themselves. They undergo the procedures themselves. They, um, you know, they inflict it on themselves, and they do so willingly. I agree. I've heard tell that they have to sign some agreement before they get their license. Of course, remembering that license is permission to do that, which is deemed to be illegal, although it may not be unlawful. Because there is no license, all these medical things are a private associations or a union, kind of like the painters' union or the, <laughs> the carpenters' union. Okay, uh, hold on, we're so going to go to break. Hold on, we're going to break. Right. We'll be right back. 
folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. It happens more often than we can imagine. In my case, I was sitting at home, and out of nowhere, I just started feeling uncomfortable. Then it got worse, and I started perspiring. I tried to ignore it, but I waited too long. The chest pain came as we were driving to the hospital emergency. I felt my life clock begin to tick. I barely survived. There was lots of damage done to my heart. What do I do now? I was lucky. I took a leap of faith and tried a seven-herb formula with hawthorn, garlic, cayenne, and more called Extendivite. Herbs have been used for thousands of years to keep us healthy. If you're not using Extendivite as a preventative supplement, maybe it's time to start. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Welcome back. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that, Chris? Well, the one thing that I wanted, I think it's very important to acknowledge, that license is a leverage or leverage for control mechanism. Yes, and it anyone is. Anyone volunteers to seek out a license has to concede to the conditions of the licensor. Right. And that can be very restrictive, dangerous, and if you're enjoying a lucrative income by virtue of having that license, or licensee, uh, then you might be fooled and tricked to think that you're doing something that you're required to do, 
when you may have a private right to carry on your own trade craft or interest without a license if you deal privately with the people you perform your craft or trade or skill for. Yeah, the big problem is that doesn't work very well in medicine because if you don't have a license, they don't let you order an x-ray, they don't let you order a blood test or urinalysis. In other words, the, the physicians who don't have licenses really have a hard time getting all the good information they, they need and they could use quite well to help patients. So they've got this field locked up pretty tightly as far as I can tell. Um, but yes, I do agree. The medical mafia has a tight grip on its racketeering operation. Yes. I thank you so much for letting me uh, chime in this evening. It was great to talk to you and be on your show again. Very on. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Good to hear from you. Okay. We have someone from Philadelphia. Mark, are you there? Here, can you hear? Yes, I'm yes. here. Yes. Yes. Yes, Al. On the, on the subject of uh, uh, Chris just brought up the mafia, I was going to say that uh, it seems like that being that these these groups of people are are actually causing harm, yes, detrimental harm or death. Yes. That uh, RICO RICO could be applied to the, these groups of of uh, scumbags. If you ask me, they're 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 evil, uh, and, and this whole consensus thing keeps it. You know, it it's like well, it's not me. It's 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 him. No, well, it's not me. It's him. It's not you know. It's like nobody's responsible, right? And then they get. What? So, um, and of course, we have the FDA, which is uh, basically paid for by the pharmaceutical industry and the medical industry. So they're basically it's a fox watching the chicken coop. Yes. And um, so, I mean, when you have, I mean, I mean that's a that's a setup for a scam right there. I mean, just and it was. Uh, I think I don't but, know if you read the, read the information. Um, but it was designed that way right from the very beginning, from the get-go, by the Rockefellers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, so uh, now I don't have any children, but if I did, one was harmed by something—the recommendation of the doctor. Um, uh, we'd have a serious talk. Somebody harmed my family knowingly. Uh, it's going to be some serious talk, and maybe even further. Okay, uh, especially you know. I mean, how can families, how can parents stand by, uh, you know, try to deal with it legally? Are you kidding me? I mean, uh, they're harming people. They're hurting people. And they don't give a damn because they're rich. They make a lot of money and they're rich and they can can keep you at bay and use all that highfalutin language and high-minded bull crap. And you boil it down, they're hurting people. You know, so, uh, so. Okay, Mark. Anyway, I. uh, Here's the thing: they take, they drink the Kool Aid themselves. So, we have to, we can't put our all our hostility on them because I have witnessed how they drink the Kool Aid themselves. They are harming their own children. They are harming their own health as well. To keep this racket going, these guys have to believe in the standards of care enough. To, to take the medication themselves, and trust me, they do. Yeah. By the way, I, I uh, 
I did get to hear uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. speak here in the Philadelphia area a few years back, actually like 10 years or so ago, and he was incredibly impressive. Uh, yes. And uh, uh, I remember he was talking about, I mean, all kinds of things, not only health issues about the destruction of our environment and, the, and all this stuff. So it's like, but when it comes down to it, who's going to enforce? Who's going to go after the bad guys? Who's yeah. going to go after the bad guys? And, and, and you know, I mean, so is, are 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 all are all, all these men's souls compromised? Like with the doctors, are they are they compromised? Are they all just yes men and they don't stand up and say no? This isn't right. I mean, remember, I mean, Suzanne Humphreys, who's a um, specialist in nephrology, she wrote a book, Dissolving the Illusions, and she's she explains, and you can you can look for a YouTube where she talks about the indoctrination she got in medical school. And um, the same thing happens in law school. When they go into this profession, it's yeah. very expensive, and it is very rigorous. They make them memorize all kinds of things. They're under a mm-hmm. lot of stress. And uh, right. um, like most of us, when I entered into college, I'm going to be honest with you, I believed most everything the guy in front of the room said. I mean, yeah. I'm paying money to hear this professor. I'm not going to... I'm just all ears, and I think everybody, most Americans, when we go to college, that's what we do. Yeah, and it's no different than going into the military, where you know you're training the guys to actually go to war, like for Vietnam. And there, I mean, it's conditioning. They 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 desensitize the the men to uh, you know not have empathy for their for the other side, you know, for you know to feel the pain of another human being that they're shooting at, so that they can kill them. So right. it's no different. It's no different. Uh, it's all in, in the in the carrots, the money. You know. Well, uh, you know, it's it's rigorous and it's hard. But on the other side, you're going to make two or three hundred thousand dollars a year. Big, you know, you're going to be making the big bucks, man. I mean, yeah. that's a compromised soul. I'm telling you, it's just ridiculous. It's just it's just it's an antithema of who we are, and it's, it's evil. It's evil. You boil it down, it's evil. So anybody could go along with that. I don't know. It's just. It's just uh, I, I don't trust. I don't trust standard care. I don't trust the medical system, like I shared with you. But anyway, I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Al. Okay, thanks for calling in. I don't trust him either, Mark. I agree. Okay, stay tuned. We'll be back shortly. Without the right accessories, any guy can be off the mark. Whether you've invested thousands in your arsenal or you own a single trusted firearm. A visit to aroutfitting.com is in order. It's one of the finest online selections of tactical optics and AR parts and add-ons, like EOTech, quick target acquisition with no peripheral loss. Browse the full range of Nikon scopes and binoculars. Aroutfitting.com can illuminate your world with streamlight gun-mounted lights from keychain to large handhelds up to 1,100 lumens. Find some stability with Battenfield Tactical Bipods. AirOutfitting.com has CMMG gun parts, barrels, assemblies, handguards, part kits, and more. Plus magful clips and magazines. I know I've got you excited, so take a breath. Head to AirOutfitting.com. The site's super easy to navigate and features a ton of technical info, including links to manuals. We also welcome vendor and manufacturer inquiries. Remember, if you don't see it, we can get it at AirOutfitting.com. Do you know there is an ongoing war right here in America? 
Are you aware that U.S. citizens have been classified as enemies of the state since 1933? Have you recognized that our entire government is really a vast network of interlocking corporations engaged in commerce? Look up Title 28, Section 3002. Tune in to In Defense of Humanity on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Central Time. Find out what's really going on. And learn how to protect yourself and your family as flesh and blood men and women living in a corporate reality. To in defense of humanity, we're in the last leg of the program. Um, we have a couple more callers. Roxanne from Texas. How are you, Roxanne? Well, hi, and um, good evening. Um, I just wanted to put some names to all of this, too. I, I've got it further back, but we'll start like 1820. This guy, Herbert Spencer, he was like a, a biologist, a sociologist, a philosopher, or whatever you want to call him. And, um, He was in, um, influenced by Erasmus Darwin, which was Charles Darwin's grandfather. And uh, he, uh, and then some other people, of course, and, um, but he was the one that wrote Survival of the Fittest, not Charles Darwin. Charles stole it from him. Okay, so he was a very influential man worldwide. And um, he had a few uh, nervous breakdowns, and he was funded by, I guess, Our, our, our good buddy is the Carnegie. So this this is like you said earlier. It's the same thing over and over. It's you know rerun, rerun. And his friend was John Stuart Mill, who was like an economist. So it's it's like you said that elite or so-called elite that you know pay to play things. You want to call it that anymore? But they um are all like in a little bubble. And you don't question that, and um, you just go along to get along and shut up, and here's a grant, or here's this, and shut up. And that's basically where we're at, and it's not changed since the 1820s. And I, like I say, I haven't much before that, but they're all nervous breakdown people, and they're well, the ones it, running the show. It's changed in the sense that it's gotten far more sophisticated manipulating intelligent people into doing the wrong thing. The whole thing with the consensus report, they don't see it coming. I mean, I've watched people in the room when this thing goes down, and I've watched professors in the room when this goes down, and when they're in a meeting that's run by consensus. They don't see it. It is, it is right. a, it's pretty sophisticated mind control, um, and I, I think some of them, they just You know, they walk away confused, but they don't ever really examine what the bleep happened. They never put a name to it because they don't understand it, and they go on back to their life. So uh, it has gotten more sophisticated. The intent hasn't changed, but the tools certainly have, I think. 
Well, I think there, there's a little ray of hope for me is, let's just say this Jesse Smollett thing. I mean, just an absolute bombardment of nonsense, you know? And everybody in their right mind knows this guy's a nutcase, but yet, you know, the rules don't apply to certain people. And there's another backstory to that, but I'll let you get on to your next caller, and thank you. Okay, thanks, thanks for calling in. All right, uh, Lark from Texas. Lark, are you there? Oh, hi, Al. Hi. Uh, by the way, uh, excellent remarks from uh, Roxanne. I uh, want to follow up with that. You know, last week we spoke about uh, the faux science of epidemiology and uh, uh, how it's being wielded to uh, usher in this hate speech legislation. And I mentioned something called Core Values, written by some uh, uh, Israeli uh, scientists, quote unquote, and uh, they they uh, they drew their conclusions about how to prevent genocide by drawing from an epidemiological perspective. And I recommended the listeners simply type in uh, what is epi- epidemiology, and that would be found at the uh, CDC website. What I want to bring up this week, in uh, uh, following uh, your lead here tonight is um, uh, there's some pretty good links in your chat room that some of your listeners have posted uh, in defense of humanity.chatango.com. And the one I want to bring up is something called Minority Rule, the Rise of Political Correctness. And this is actually about a one-hour uh, documentary that was incompleted, incomplete because the, uh, the producer actually passed away. <clears throat> but in it, uh, you've got... E. Michael Jones, and you've got uh, uh, Kevin McDonald talking about this thing called the rise of politically political correctness and minority rule. And in it, they cite one or the other or both. They cite this man named Wilhelm Wundt, and that's spelled W-U-N-D-T, who's called the father of uh, uh, psychology in this country. And at once one of his students was Sigmund Freud. Another was Franz Boas. And uh, what was interesting to note is that Franz Boas and uh, Sigmund Freud both, uh, as they saw the world, they saw the biggest problem of humanity was anti-Semitism. That's true. They thought that was the biggest problem of humanity, and all of their research efforts went towards this problem of combating anti-Semitism. But uh, the root of the snake, really, is a, you know, can be touched upon by another um, researcher by the name of William Stewart. And uh, you can look it up on YouTube, the number... Uh, 700. It's entitled 700 Years Banking Cabal by William Stewart. And uh, this is echoed, uh, his sentiments about the, the head of the snake uh, touches upon this thing called the Royal Society and who formed it. Because, see, Sir, Sir Isaac Newton headed the Royal Society for 24 years. Now, what a lot of people don't know about Isaac Newton, remember, a scientist of the Enlightenment age, uh, is that he was, uh, in his time, uh, a noted alchemist and a, 
and an uh, occultist. In fact, he spent most of his time, most of his lifetime, uh, you know, uh, putting together formulas, you know, for uh, how to, you know, create alchemical equations and, and, and the like. But yeah, this thing called the Royal Society is a huge problem. And then this thing, that, which is the head of the snake, you know, Joseph P. Farrell talks about it, too, because he talks about the financial vipers of Venice. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, when we talk about the head of the snake and the root of this corruption and this, and this uh, systemic uh, corruption, this, this fraud of science, I think it boils down to really um, what we call today uh, money and what we call today law. You know, and it's funny when Chris called, I couldn't help but uh, think to myself that a license was really a grant of permission to engage in licentious behavior. And I know many people will scoff about that because, of course, we don't want somebody that's not qualified to, uh, you know, to fix our plumbing problem or to fix the plumbing of our bodies, you know. But uh, uh you're touching on, you're hitting on some very good points tonight. And lastly, I'll just put it to you this way. If you go on the CorbettReport.com website and just type in two words, famous men, famous men, uh, you'll learn about these, uh, these heralded, much heralded, vaunted, uh, wonderful figures of history, five of them in total, that James Corbett speaks about who are rather a lot different than what we imagine them to be. And so your comment, or I'll drop either way. Oh, oh my God. I can actually keep talking? <laughs> okay, well, great. Anyway, again, uh, for anyone listening, go to indefenseofhumanity.chatango.com. And I may add a couple more uh, uh, links in there for your uh, uh, delectation. But, I mean, I see that uh, Zadi Mom is in there and CFR to Hell is in there and a few more uh, dropping some pretty worthwhile notes. Uh, another one is called Palmerston's London during the 1850s by Webster Tarpley. Uh, some research I've done lately is about this man named King Henry VIII and how he was influenced by these uh, spies and, and the like. Another one is entitled NSA's Jewish Spy Masters. That's pretty interesting to take into in, into uh, account. And then uh, I'll also leave you all with four words that I've been stuck, stuck on a little bit lately. And those words are amnesia, abulia, apathy, and anime. And uh, it would be very useful to look up what these words mean and see how they figure into the equation. Uh, anime talks about suicide. Uh, this goes to... Uh, a French sociologist, quite renowned in his time, named, named Emile Durkheim, and uh, D-U-R-K-H-E-I-M. And he wrote a book that was a bestseller in 1897 called Suicide. So 
you have to ask yourself why so many people would be, or why this man in particular was so fascinated by the subject of suicide. Could it be that there are people that are working behind the scenes to put into effect the suicide of Americans? Because this is what we talk about when we talk about amnesia and mind control. You know, we have to uh, we have to create altars. We have to create trauma uh, in the mind. And uh, when we talk about junk science, we also have to refer to junk history. Uh, amnesia is what's happening in America today uh, with the education system. People don't know what it means to be an American. I don't think. Uh, abulia. That means. A-B-U-L-I-A, that means loss of will. You know, you can't do anything about it, so you might as well go along. You know, that goes to the three C's. Complicity, compliance, complacence. The three C's. And then apathy is what you do uh, when you decide to go along uh, with the program and allow yourself to be cons- conscripted to evil. Uh, this happened to me in my own life. I thought that the problems of mankind were basically because they, he had a poor diet. And I struggled with it for more than 20 years. I got out of the industry because I could no longer go along with poisoning my customers. This happened in 1994. But how many professional people today, white-collar people, doctors, lawyers, judges, scientists, chemists, university professors, are going to say the same? Not going to happen. Let's remember what the Fabians said. Let's remember what John Maynard Keynes said at Harvard. He said that the Marxian socialist had it all wrong by trying to appeal to the laboring classes, the ones that were less educated. The Fabians decided that they had to appeal, and remember, John Maynard Keynes was indeed a Fabian socialist, just like H.G. Wells. They decided that the better way to go was to appeal to the white-collar workers, the educated, the best and brightest amongst us, the people we look up to that we want to be, the celebrities, the people that make lots of money, the people that have multiple degrees and they speak with authority, the white coats, the suits. These are the people that we have to fear from the most in this world. So I guess you might have noticed that Al's got a technical glitch at the moment with her computer, which is why I'm helping her out by taking up airspace. But you'll forgive me for my rant. I mean, these people that call themselves economists, give me a break. How the Federal Reserve Bought the Economics Profession by Ryan Grimm. 
Well, this is how they took over all the professions. People will do anything for money. They'll do anything to advance their careers. They'll do anything not to, uh, not to lose face, not to lose status. And look at the people today that are, are forced into living their lives on a hamster's wheel. You know, they've got a mortgage. They've got utility bills to pay. They've got mouths to feed, families to raise, children that have to go to college because they've got to get a good job. I mean, if that's someone's only purpose for going to college is to get a good job, I have to ask, I have to wonder about their value system. But, uh, again, amnesia, abulia, loss of will, apathy, you know, apathetic, shrug your shoulders, what me worry, remember, what was his name, Mad Magazine, Alfred E. Newman, what me worry? And for the people out there that don't like isms, I understand. I don't particularly like isms either. Go watch the propaganda piece called Make Mine Freedom, the cartoon. Why trouble the poor Americans with big words that end in ISM? Communism, socialism, capitalism. My God, these are just big words. We don't need to know about such things. We just want freedom. Make mine freedom. Ask yourself if there might have been another message in there. Remember, the man selling freedom was also the man selling isms in that thing. Anyway, uh, my pleasure. So anyway, we're going to close out the show in uh, Al's usual manner. My pleasure. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. It really does work like the review says it does. I cannot believe that after the first few days, I didn't feel as sluggish or clogged up. It has had a profound impact on my physical, emotional well-being. I'm skeptical as most people about products and their claims, and I never write reviews. But this is a wonderful product, and I recommend it to everyone. Great product. It has brought my blood pressure from the mid-150s over the 80s to the mid-130s over mid-80s. Along with diet and exercise in just the past couple of months. Excellent. Thank you, David. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue, and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed, and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. We'd like to end tonight's show by reaching up to a higher power, whatever that might mean to you, to assist us in creating the future we all want. Close your eyes as you listen to this beautiful song by Inca Gold called Shout to the Lord, an image families and children enjoying Earth's healthy meadows, forests, oceans, and mountains in perpetuity. Image them laughing, singing, and dancing. Visualize humanity thriving, free from want or fear. Picture the peaceful world we all deserve. Let's joyfully create our future together.
Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth.